Well, I've done it. I've finally taken the plunge. I've gone and joined a dating site. I'd stayed away from them up to now, cause, to be honest, I've always found dating sites to be a bit tacky. But my friend, Trudy Louise, recommended this particular one, and it seemed to be somewhat more tasteful. It's called Thrust. Trudy Lou said that despite the name, it's actually designed for those looking for long-term relationships, like me. So I thought, well, why not? I have actually been quite keen to get back out there for a while, but this bloody pandemic has made it so difficult. There's just no way of meeting fellas the traditional ways anymore. If the two-metre rule doesn't hamper the flirting, then a surgical-grade face mask definitely will. It's all very damp squid romance-wise. It's about time I had some luck in love, though. I've been going to waste all these months, stuck here in this flat with only the goldfish for company. And let's face it, she gives very little back. But it's shocking when you weigh it up. I mean, I'm a woman in her prime. And I don't want to sound conceited or anything, but it has to be said that I'm quite the catch for any fella. I mean, I'm attractive, I'm giving, and I'm very considerate to a partner. It's true, I've never once broken wind in front of a boyfriend. Flatulence has no place in a relationship as far as I'm concerned. I did actually state that on my dating profile. Trudy Lou said I should list all my selling points on there. So I did. Every one of them. I even mentioned my cycling proficiency and my lifesaver swimming badge. Well, why not? I dived into a pool to save a rubber brick. I'd say that equates to wife material. But this past year has really knocked me off kilter, romance-wise. I was quite active on the dating scene before Covid came along. I was game for anything. Speed dating, singles nights, Zumba. I found that to be a very effective way of meeting men. Of course, I did run the risk of looking a bit desperate by turning up to sessions in full makeup and evening wear. But them's the lengths you go to if there's a chance of meeting your forever person. But anyway... Now I'm signed up to this dating site, and I've already had loads of matches. Some of them have been all right. So the ones I've liked, I've taken to the next level, the Zoom date. I've had quite a few so far. Trudy Lou reckons that I'm in danger of becoming one of them serial daters. She even called me a virtual tart, the cheeky cow. But I don't think 23 is a lot of fellas to squeeze into three days. Do you? And I've got the time now that I'm furloughed. But I've met all kinds of fellas on these dates. Like, for example, there was Steve. He was okay, if a bit on the dull side. He told me how he'd enjoyed partaking in historical reenactments and collected books about gas. He seemed to know a lot about gas. 
told me all sorts about it. None of it very interesting, unfortunately. I had to neck a whole bottle of shy pig just to get through that one. Then there was Nigel. Now he was interesting, if a bit intense, and very opinionated. Now I'm not saying he was a white supremacist exactly, but he was definitely veering, and the flags in the background were a cause for concern. And then there was Phil. He was lovely. You know, I could have chatted to him all night. It's a shame he had to cut us short to go off and bath his mother. I tried to arrange a follow-up for the next night, but he said he'd be too busy styling his mum's wig for Zoom bingo. I asked about Thursday night instead, but he said that would be no good because Thursday's mummy's nails night and he'd be up to his neck in shocking red press-ons. I don't think he was all that interested, to be honest. Shame, really. He had a really nice chin. But I've been enjoying all these Zoom dates anyway. That's the main thing. And it's good to have something positive to focus on during these glum times of Covid and Boris Johnson. And I've got date number 24 sorted for tonight, so that's something to look forward to. And as it's Easter, I'm psyching myself up by shoving cream eggs down my gullet. I've had four already. Feeling a bit sick now, actually. I hope to God I'm not gagging on the date. What an impression that would make. Anyway, his name's Kevin, and going by his emails, he seems epic. I don't want to jinx it, but I could see how this one might have potential. Course, there is the small issue of him currently being tagged for exposing himself. But the curfew's only till June. And if things get serious, then we should be okay. Just as long as we steer clear of garden centres. Apparently that's where he gets his funny urges. But generally, I'd say it's good to be back on the dating scene again. I haven't half missed mingling with all these weirdos and social misfits. And just think, one of them could actually turn out to be the one. Fingers crossed. Life's a Gas was written by Ben Ellis and performed by Sarah Starling. Like, share, subscribe and leave us a review. Why not? Thanks for listening. 